big questions. No answers. See these questions I got on my mind. I'm asking them all the time. Time like traveling through the universe. I'm scrambling these black holes. How does time flow? If I dropped in one, where would I go? Would I come out a hundred years old? Big questions, no answers though. What happens when we dream? Is this world all it seems? I think, therefore I am. All I know is my name is Sam. On the road, child to a man. Do I need a plan? All these questions and more. That's what's in store. Alrighty. Um, do you want to give the people a little uh, background about you, who you are? Sure. And what you do and how we know each other. Yeah. So Sam and I are childhood friends from uh, Danville. Um, we've been going to school together good. since charlotte wood which is our middle school um and yeah so i'm currently back in danville living with my parents um as i'm working an advertising job um i actually just got a new job but we can talk about that in a little bit nice but um yeah yeah, man um just been hanging out just uh produce music on the side just trying to find some new hobbies but um yeah, Sam. It's a uh, Sam is a great childhood friend of mine, and I'm excited to you know chat, sit down, bro. Awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Hell yeah. All right, my big question for you. Mm-hmm. Kind of a, an odd one, um, but it's just something that popped into my head a while ago. I wrote it down, and I was like, "What should I ask Luke?" Mm-hmm. I feel like you'll have some things to say about <laughs> this. The first and foremost priority is your. You're born and raised in the States, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. So my question to you is, what does America mean to you? Mm. Or put another way, what is the first thing that comes into your head when I say the United States of America? Wow. That's a good question. And I'm glad you asked me that because that's actually something that I've like been thinking a lot about recently, just you know, within the past year and a half or so. But to be honest, like when I, the first thing when I think of like when I hear just like the U.S. is just like I'm kind of just embarrassed, to be honest. Mm. It's like especially nowadays seeing how a lot of people who how a lot of people are treated, you know, especially with, you know, people of color and, you know, people in like marginalized situations. I'm starting to see a lot more of that, like as you get older. And that was a lot of things that I didn't know about when I was a kid. And Mm. I think a lot of that was necessarily hidden. Maybe not like intentionally, but it wasn't talked about as much, definitely. And Mm. the more I, you know, get older and start to think about, you know, how I can make a difference in terms of people who need help and who are in like more unfortunate situations, it's, it's tough to see a lot of like the systems that are put in place to, you know, keep these people down. And that's definitely something that exists a lot and very Mm. frequently in this country. And it's tough to see. And like, it's interesting because especially as you know, when you're a kid growing up, America's painted as this like land of opportunity and like, Mm. it's a great place to, you know, pursue your dreams. And that is true for some people, but it's definitely not true for everybody. Mm. And, um, it's, been pretty eye-opening to see that especially over the past you know really six to eight months like in the spotlight so i think there's a lot of uh a lot of work we got to do in terms of just being an ally and um standing with you know people of color and people who have been marginalized in situations and i think like Mm. 
we got to start to reshape that uh, that perception because while I've had a privileged life and you know a lot of things have come easy to me especially you know living in a suburb mm-hmm. um that is not something a lot of people can say so definitely I'm grateful for the situation but I got to use my my privilege mm-hmm. to help people who definitely need it so. elevate others yeah but yeah man if you had to um do you think that I I like to think of the U.S. as a, it's an empire, right? Like most of, mm-hmm. you know, these Definitely. huge Western states. Yeah. So are we in the decline of the empire? Are we like in the fall of Rome where, you know, we've mm-hmm. kind of conquered everything and now we're yeah. just sitting and everything, <laughs> eating, you know, stuffing shit into our faces and just kind of ignoring the problems that right. surround us? Um. Or are we like, you know, adolescents or like, or do we just need to get through this little piece or are we Mm -hmm. at the end? I don't know. Like, I feel like it's not necessarily falling because like when you compare America, like some, you know, other poorer countries, like there are still a lot of good things about it that like help people who need it. And I think those still exist, but that actually made Mm -hmm. me think of a a Will Smith quote that I heard like probably like a year ago now. It was like, he said, racism isn't getting worse. It's only getting recorded. And I think Mm. that kind of applies to what you just said is that like, we see a lot of these things happening nowadays, especially with like, you know, people protesting for their lives, basically. Mm. It's not that like that already didn't exist. It's just like, I think it's becoming more in the spotlight. And like a lot of that is, you know, getting, recognized by a lot of people so i think in a way it's kind of like bringing us down from that like pedestal in a way Mm -hmm. because you know it's easy to sit like look at all the good things you know that are in this country and don't get me wrong there are but um i think you know it's more of a reality check in that aspect i think Mm. yeah what's always like fascinated me about america and obviously similar to you like Mm-hmm. pretty privileged background of living in suburban America, you know, right. mom stayed at home most of my life. And then dad was working mm-hmm. various uh, corporate kind of jobs. Um, but like, it fascinated me just like the perceptions of America and how like my perceptions of America have changed in response to other people's. Yeah, for sure. I also don't like, I a hundred percent agree with you that there's, obviously massive problems structurally mm-hmm. societally socially yeah. racially every level yep of kind of like human interaction in the states <laughs> right yeah it's crazy issues but i don't i don't like this like bashing of america you mm-hmm. know this like giving up and like oh it's yeah. fucked like yeah it's crumbling around us and yeah what can you do about it because mm-hmm. when i was traveling and it's been like five years, four or five years since right. this, but mm-hmm. what America was, and, and you kind of touched on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like wh- what it was as kids and what like kind of this ideal, it was this ideal, right? It's this, right. the mm-hmm. land of the free, the home of the brave, exactly, the, right. this place yeah. of opportunity where like, no matter who you are, if you make it to America, mm-hmm. you can, you know, forge this better life. Right what's dangerous or what's scary to me is like, I don't know if America is still that place. I think it is, but 
like I read some fact a while ago that said like you're much more likely to achieve the American dream, you know, like coming from another country and start your own shit and be your mm-hmm. own person. You're much more likely to accomplish that in Canada than you are in the, America, <laughs> right. in, in the United States. <laughs> so it should be called the Canadian dream. Really. Right. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't detract from like the importance of the U.S. as like a cultural symbol. You right. know, like it will never it probably won't be replaced as, as this symbol of freedom and mm-hmm. liberties. And that's what I think we have to like hold on to. And I know it's like, yeah, it's a kind of an idealized picture mm-hmm. of things, but you need an ideal to strive for. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're just like, oh, it's all fucked, then there's no reason to even bother addressing the problems that you brought up. Right. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And it's interesting to see that perception change like around the world too. I mean, like obviously I don't have a ton of exposure, like seeing what other people think just because Mm. I mean, nobody's been able to go anywhere anyway recently, but (laughs) yeah, shit out of luck. Yeah. But I mean, I think a lot of that kind of has to do with like the pride of like being here as well. Like, don't Mm. get me wrong. Like this place has a lot of faults, but everywhere does as well. But you know, it's easy to say like, you know, I just want to move away and, you know, give up, especially when like a lot of like, you just keep hearing about the bad news. But I think like, mm-hmm. at least for me, and I, I'm sure other people too, is that like, we want to change it, you know, we want to like be able to like foster that culture of inclusivity, because like, that's only going to make the country a better place to begin mm-hmm. with. Like, if we have like, if everybody is treated equally, like, I think that would solve a lot of the issues that like, I mean, are systemically tearing it down and like, mm-hmm. in the meantime. So I think there is like that sense of like pride in Americans who like, you know, start to recognize that like, hey, this, you know, this isn't what it's maybe like meant out to be or like has mm. been made out like in my childhood or like growing up. So but yeah. Reality I, I, check. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. that perception has definitely changed like more so recently than you know the past 10 years for sure this last year probably told me a lot about it honestly it made me kind of feel like we were a lot more in the end stages of yeah the the empire than i thought we were (laughs) like if i had to be i know no i agree it's just like it's just seeing all like the the wrong turns where it's just like dude like how does that like that doesn't make sense to me you know like yeah those like just the whole just if we just started the mask mandate like why is it a political debate if you should wear it or not you know like at the very least like let's just make it like a health standpoint and then we're just like politicizing this issue and it's just like Mm -hmm. well look where we're at now like we're still in it and it's not really getting that much better i mean there is definitely the richest country on earth and they're having the hardest time the worst time with it right it's uh yeah i think that that's the big point is like it's highlighted how like just i mean we all knew how fucked the system was Mm -hmm. just because that you know that's how how it works like corporate interest entwined in politics Mm -hmm. is just how it is and i don't know if there is actually a way to like run a state like america and not have corporate interest involved yeah like money Mm -hmm. and politics seem to be I mean, they're tied. Yeah. Inextricable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, I wonder if there's a way I was talking with my friend 
yesterday, mm-hmm. Ahmed, who was on the podcast a while ago, we were talking about just how... Shout out the podcast, by the way. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about how the incentive structure of capitalism... Capitalism, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> fucking capitalist society. Which we all benefit from being the capitalist society, right? Especially our demographic. Like, you know, we're yeah, able yeah. to go out and buy things and work and mm-hmm. provide a blah, blah, blah. Um, but the incentive structure for the system is to maximize profit at yep. all cost, as opposed to maximizing, you know, personal utility, like mm-hmm. make rising all boats or rising right. the tide so that yeah, all lifts boats all boats, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And is there a possible way to like take the system that we have and then realign incentives through, mm-hmm. I don't know, taxes or whatever the fuck? Yeah. Or is it literally like we're going to have to burn everything down and rebuild? Yeah, I mean, that is, I mean, I think that's the big question without an answer to shout out the pod one more time. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, I think it has to be reimagined in a certain way because like obviously knowing like these massive companies, like you can't be making that much money and exploiting and not be exploiting like a group of people at the same time. Like it just, you can't have $80 billion and like, that's just the, the sheer amount of that money is just exploiting people at a certain, someone has to get paid a dollar a day for you to get paid. Right. K. Yeah. So like, I mean, I think it does need to be like reimagined. And like, I think that honestly starts with like having like these, kind of conversations with like you know the people you're close with you know like Mm. starting to realize that like like if you take climate change for example like you know like when the pandemic first went down and like nobody was driving on the roads Mm. and i forget like the actual numbers of the statistics but like you know there were less like emissions in the air because like people were driving less but like when you look about like the actual impact of like you know a physical one person you know doing their part in recycling compared to a massive, you know, company like Exxon Mobil mm. who's just producing like all these emissions, like it's just not comparable. So like you can do your part to try to save the earth, but it's not going to happen until we get these big companies to like realize that they're the ones that are, you know, putting out these issues. So it's yeah. like they're tied together what's fucked so up, well. Luke is like uh, what's fucked up is Luke, uh, they're like corporations like we we label like corporations, mm-hmm. corporations, Google amazon big faceless like amorphous structures Mm -hmm. that create inordinate amount of money but it's also just like groups of humans right it's groups of individuals Mm -hmm. like so i like if you can if we can spread that change on an individual level isn't there like hope that you can do that yeah you know at the corporate state level like yeah i I mean like i hope so to be honest like yeah i want to believe that but like then again I mean, like, I, it's easy for, you know, us to say, like, you know, act ethically in all situations, but, like, I mean, I'm not giving them a break, but, like, I mean, if you have $100 billion, like, mm-hmm. I mean, you might behave differently, and, like, yeah, I, it's, yeah, it's I not an excuse, but it's just, like, you never really know until, like, you come up on that, so. I guess it's just, like, the self-serving nature of yeah. humans, like, at, at your ultimate core, mm-hmm everybody like no matter if you're fucking mother Teresa or Martin Luther King or you're still an individual who like you know 
you're gonna save your own skin if it right. came oh, down yeah. to you mm-hmm. and another person like yeah just how it goes yeah i mean i think that's just the nature of being a, a human yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like that's what it boils down to but it's like when you really look at like you know the people that are getting exploited by these situations in these companies it's just like it's it's just crazy to to see that we're still debating if climate change is a thing like that's yeah. that's what's frustrating at least for me it's just like i mean this is an issue it's proven it's an issue but like we can't agree on it and like yeah. that's where it's just like that's where it can get overwhelming and say like, you know, we have a long ways to go, not just in America, but everywhere yeah. really. So I, yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I, it's like the information sources, the information streams are just so fucking compl- complicated. Every single person has their, cause every single person has their own personal information stream. Yep. There's like, haven't you heard 5g causes <laughs> Corona? Like, <laughs> da, 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 this. like, if you put up a symbol over your head, like it protects you from the, the magnetic right. radiation. Like yeah. it, it, you somehow it's great because it's what this country's founded off, right? Freedom of speech. And right. like everybody has the right to an opinion. And mm-hmm. as long as you're not inciting violence, like you can say whatever the fuck you want. Uh, but that has a huge consequence, which is like yeah. no one really knows what's real right like the <laughs> no misinformation really... can spread so quick you know yeah yeah, yeah. and you have literally it comes down to your judgment as an individual mm-hmm. like what you are willing to take in and then you build your worldview right. around it so yeah. you have like a vast majority of or not majority but you have a vast percentage of the population mm-hmm. that's getting you know maybe alternative information streams and that's fine that's great but it's scary when it can like you say like produce such massive divides between people that really should be Mm -hmm. neighbors right like yeah no totally yeah it's um have you seen uh the social dilemma did you watch that on Netflix? yeah yeah you know how like i just thought of like when they talked about how like google searches can return like different like results mm, based on where you're at algorithm. yeah and like based yeah. on who's looking up different things in your area and it's like i mean that's kind of crazy <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying <laughs> it's like, terrifying uh, yeah the, like that's uh that's a whole nother fucking mm-hmm. kettle of worms dude we're just i know like we're just cool oh man like puppets, you know that puppet um, analogy in that movie. I thought that was so. Well oh right, done. with like the kid and the. Uh, yeah, and yeah, the, and like the the little bots kind of like programming, yeah, exactly. sending him all the I, information. Because like, that's yeah. exactly what's going on. And, I know, and it's fucked because it's just that's just it's just code yeah. doing that. So it has no. It's just been you know programmed for right. uh, a purpose. Mm-hmm. And it has no feeling. There's no subjective thing around the code. The code's not like, yes, right. I got him to click like this 15 times. Mm-hmm. It's just someone, someone yeah. who's like, maximize usage of this program. Yeah. Yeah. Sell and ads. Mm-hmm. Money over everything, bro. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. I mean, it just boils down to exactly that. I mean, it's yeah. just like the more time you spend on the phone, the more ads you're going to see, the more likely you're going to click on something and maybe buy it. So it's just like the more time you're on your phone, the probably more money you're gonna spend eventually so it's like yeah geez and another like that's another kind of thing to relate back to like the whole america question Mm -hmm. is 
America also is this symbol of free market economics and and mm-hmm. money, like specifically making as much money as yep. possible and self interest, and that's something that I don't know if. Yeah, I guess it just has to come along for the ride of like personal liberty, like personal yeah. freedom, which is like mm-hmm. what obviously this country is based off of. Right. Yeah. But if there is a way to like keep that and then kind of leave out the you know maximize profit at all costs yeah because i mean it's so hard to change that on like an individual basis like there's no way like you know someone like myself or you know you together like we're not going to be able to change that perspective but i kind of had this debate with myself recently so at my current job um amazon is actually my client so like Mm they're like i just help them run their like marketing campaigns and like a lot of it is based on how people like behave online so like mm-hmm. you know you look up something you look up a treadmill and then i can like you know target you based on that because i know right. that you've searched something like that and like don't get me wrong it was a great opportunity like out of college and and like i've learned a ton but mm-hmm. since then like since in the past six months it's like I've started been thinking like, is this really like what I want to be doing? Like, do I want to be mm. attached to something that's behaving so unethically and, you know, treating its warehouse workers like shit, mm. you know? And then the way I, way I kind of like justified it in my mind is that like, you know, I'm not going to be able to say like, okay, I don't want to stand with them because I don't believe in what they're doing. If I say that, you know, all the time, I'm it's going to be hard for me to find a job because like, you know, any big corporation like is doing something unethical and like, don't Mm. get me wrong. Like they can't be perfect or whatever, but you kind of got to pick and choose that battle, I think a little bit. But also if you have an opportunity to make money, like in a way that's not necessarily the way you want to, you can still use the money you make to help people in need and then eventually Mm. change that way. So like, at least for me, like, I'm I've kept going because I know that like, you know, I can educate myself and donate to causes that will help mm. you know, people that need it and that's using I guess their money in the way it should be used in a way. Mm. Because I'm not gonna be able to be like, All right, I quit, they're just gonna hire the next person in line. Yeah. You know, it's like Of course. So yeah. it's a it's a it's an interesting battle, but you know, mm. I think you kinda have to like put some thought into it and you know, we'll be able to at least change something. You know? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's really interesting. Like a moral, mm-hmm. a moral dilemma there. Yeah. Moral choice. Right. I keep thinking about um, what was that you you and I had that English class in uh high school together. I think it was our mm-hmm. senior year. I forget. Oh, the expository name. reading and writing. Yeah, and the most bullshit English class yeah. you could ever take. <laughs> but <laughs> I, the only thing I did like about it though is that she showed that was like the first time I got exposed to like some of those Vice videos. I think. Mm, yeah. And like that was like highlighting some like stuff that was like, oh crap, I had no idea that was going on. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like I at least appreciated it for that aspect. And like, you know, as you get older, you just read more and more stuff about like, wow, I can't believe that is going on, or like yeah. this just happened, that type of stuff. So. Yeah. I don't know. Man. Yeah, it's uh, you know, do you know Tim Dillon at all? Mm-hmm. I I've looked him up after you've referenced him a couple of times. Dude, but... I think that he is like 
a prophet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally like this is my favorite comedian because he's just like he is really about like we have we are this is the tail end of the empire. This is us spinning into the sun like like America, America or just the world. Yeah, America gotcha. is done. The Chinese takeover is yeah. imminent. Like, <laughs> just enjoy yourself and right. you know, yeah. try not to be sad. <laughs> Which I like. It's funny because I don't necessarily share that point of view, but it's mm-hmm. compelling because he's just right. so hilarious, and you can really tell like that is what he believes. Yeah. I mean, and he's like, yeah. Again, there's some dark shit to focus on. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you can, you could definitely. I could say right. I could definitely know come away with that opinion but yeah i don't know if adopt again because i feel like adopting that opinion or that belief mm-hmm. just resigns you to yeah you know object like oh well it's over fuck it i can't do ride anything it about in, it exactly yeah. ride it into the fucking yeah. ride till the wheels fall off and mm-hmm. then hopefully xi jinping will like take mercy on our souls right. you know? have some <laughs> sort of moral compass for us yeah, yeah. <laughs> which like yeah i don't know see yeah. if that happens fat chance of that i know happen, but... so what do you what do you think about kind of all that like how hmm. are we gonna like economically like maybe start to shift the balance in terms of like getting these just kind of changing the culture in a way that like you know promotes everyone to be able to like see the same freedom in a way if you know yeah uh tough yeah (laughs) tough i think question no answer (laughs) yeah no i think that um in order to realign incentives you need to educate a huge population of the part of the population that isn't getting that education Mm -hmm. and they're not getting that education because they're preoccupied with survival you know like every day is a struggle and every day is fighting for Mm -hmm. ends meet yeah and it's almost like you can't it's like a circular problem like you can't help them until they have lifted like or they're lifted out of that state but they won't get lifted out of that state until you help help them right so it's like i literally don't know yeah like i it's an endless cycle at least right now i think yeah i I, yeah i just don't like the system we have now is there to perpetuate itself right Mm -hmm. it's like anything any thing any you got to think about like our like societal creations as like like living organisms right like what is a living organism's job it's to survive and then survive long enough to reproduce yeah or to just establish itself and maintain a hierarchy like that is what we do and so i don't see a way out i just see it i see that hopefully again like yeah what's cool is we've never i've never we've never had the ability to do this like you were saying like Mm -hmm. broadcasting both of our random inane bullshit out into the world but hopefully maybe this conversation will reach someone Mm -hmm. that has never thought about this before right and then they're like hey that actually kind of made sense or like hey i actually disagree with that i think this Mm -hmm. and then they saw like you say affecting change in their immediate social circle yeah and it just butterfly effects from there right problem is is i think that's just going to take a really long time Mm -hmm. and i think you need some kind of like centralized 
effort. You yeah. know, you would need like a, mm-hmm. I don't know, whoever it is, another Martin Luther King type character to like right. rise up and be like, this is what we need to do. Follow me, march into the streets. Because you like, it can't just stay in conversation among yeah. friends. It has to get translated into behaviors and mm-hmm. rebellion, really, like I think. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm too much of a pussy to be like, you know, fuck this. I'm going to go march and... Mm-hmm. Because the system's been good to me. So it's like, right. and I think that's a lot of our kind of demographic. It's like, well, yeah. it's kind of working for me, which is really fucked up and it's a selfish right. thing, but yeah, it's the truth. No, yeah, I know. And it's like, it's easy for us as white people to say like, you know, things are different now. Like mm. it's, things aren't the same as they were 60 years ago. Like, mm-hmm. Things are better. But like, to be honest, we're not the ones to be able to say that like cuz our mm. our treatment hasn't really shifted in that right. in that time like it's just basically the perception that we have towards others mm. and while you know i think things are moving the right direction in some ways very very few ways but some mm. like i think in a way we can't be waiting for someone to come in and step in mm-hmm. because i think it is a slow process. Don't get me wrong. And you touched on it too. It's like that one impression on somebody Mm -hmm. like saying like, you know, us talking about this, you know, if someone who maybe didn't realize it or sees it in a new way, like that's already worth it because like if we can do one person, they can do somebody, you know, it leads down the, uh, the road, but yeah, man, it's tough. It's, it's really tough. And, but like to be honest we if we want if we want to be in a world where that is encouraged like we got to be the ones to help build it you know yeah no absolutely i yeah. it i i think it's it is important not to like lose sight of the the mm-hmm. progress of yeah especially if you look at america like a fucking infant state mm-hmm. right yeah. and what it is now and how like you say hard for me to kind of sum up the yeah. treatment of marginalized populations yeah, yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. you know you look at 1950s america and you're seeing like actual yeah de jour right you know yeah. segregation and like right like blatant mistreatment law. yeah and now we have sort of this de facto mm-hmm. you know segregation where it's kind of just like low-income people kind of it it just has separated itself low income yeah. versus high income and that also goes along like racial or ethnic lines as well but at least there's no law that's saying i you know yeah like my friend can't right. use the same water yeah. fountain as me or pool or right. so and that wasn't long ago right mm-hmm. like 1966 yeah. i think was the civil mm-hmm. rights act Mm-hmm. Which is nothing. That's nothing. That is not long ago, dude. So yeah, I think I do have faith that hopefully we're trending yeah. in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And given another sixty years, it'll still be there, but it'll be less. Yeah. And then in mm-hmm. another sixty years, it'll be less. And in another, you know, and then yeah. it's just, I don't know if we'll ever get rid of racism or re- uh, get rid of bigotry, or because yeah. that's just human nature. But mm-hmm. we will hopefully, you know, yeah. educate it the right direction. Yeah. I, yeah, and I agree. Like. They're definitely like just having these conversations is is great. I mean, I think like being able to t- like you and I speak about this and be able to like share it like mm. 
I mean, I don't, I mean, if you asked me if we were going to do this 10 years ago, I mean, it definitely would have said like, no, way. but like, <laughs> yeah, it kind of just comes with, you'd be like, Sam has a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Sam I know from Charlotte Wood. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think we are moving in the right direction and being able to have these conversations goes a long way, but you know, it can't stop there, but you know, it's just, uh, just up to us to, you know, be those, those allies to people who need it. Even if they mm-hmm. don't know, they don't need help, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, okay. I got a little, we'll shift directions. It's still on the All same right. kind of line, yeah, but, yeah. um, you talk kind of like making this moral decision between yeah. the job you're working in, mm-hmm. uh, up until recently and now your new job. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you kind of weighing, like making ends meet and following passion? Yeah. following things that actually give you joy and yeah how do you weigh like you're only here for a finite amount of time mm-hmm. money is necessity just by virtue yeah. of our system but i want you want to spend time doing things you actually like to do yeah um i'm glad you asked me that because i've had a uh like a big like you know debate with myself about that as well honestly um but yeah, dude, it's hard. It's hard for me to see that, like, you know, working a job in media advertising, like that can't be it. Right. Mm. That can't be it for me. You know, mm. just working this job, you know, nine to five, like pays the bills and to a part, it is interesting. So mm. like it has a little bit of like drive in that aspect that like, you know, I care a little bit about it, but it's not like something I want to be doing forever. But I think striking that balance between having something that allows you to pay the bills and then also allowing you to do the things you like on the side is something that goes a long way. Like for me, I mean, being able to like make music in my free time, like Mm. I'm lucky enough to have a job that, you know, does both right now. And while I think throughout my career, especially moving forward, like that balance will give and take in some ways i think Mm. like having you know a job that is maybe more demanding might take away from the time i get to or i guess my free time and doing the things that i actually care about um because you know not everybody is lucky enough to say like you know i want to be a nurse or a doctor and then you get to like go that path and then you basically get to do that if that's like Mm. you know the thing you want to do so yeah it is an interesting balance but um I was also like kind of thinking about, you know, like the purpose, you know, like our purpose or like kind of just like, why are we here? You know, mm-hmm. like the big, the real big question. Yeah. Of yeah. One. Like what, like what, <laughs> and not in like a, like depressing way, but like, what are we doing here? Existential. You know, like, right. Yeah, yeah. Like what is the purpose of like being a person and like, you know, interacting. And like, I think recently for me, I think it's a lot about how, just being a good person is good enough for me like to Mm. just like be able to continue on day to day and do the things I like in my free time and then work a job to you know pay the money or pay the bills um but yeah I mean it is a tough balance and it's weird having to go to school for something that you don't really like know what you're doing like Mm. as soon as you graduate or you get a job that's in a different field of what right. you studied and like 
you're learning all these new skills and were you in marketing or business or yeah so i was in business which is obviously related yeah but like i mean at the time at school i had no idea i was just looking for jobs that were like semi-related to what i was doing right um but then in a way like when you take a job like after college you're kind of pigeonholing your way Mm -hmm. in a sense like your career like i mean for me like i took a, a marketing advertising job and I have skills in that and experience there, which will allow me to like, you know, move up and like eventually, mm-hmm. you know, get paid accordingly. But mm-hmm. now if I wanted to do something completely different, I don't have experience in that aspect. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's interesting that everything in life is a trade off. Yeah. 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 Time. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. What about you? How do you, how do you view that, uh, that balance between, you know, being able to make money and then also be able to like experience the things you like in your free time. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting because (laughs) (laughs) I went a pretty, I think I went a pretty unorthodox route to do that to like, because I, yeah, because I did a, like right out of out of high school, or sorry, right out of university, I didn't get a job in my field. I didn't get a job in something that even needed a degree. Uh, mm-hmm. I went tree planting, which is like this like a rejection of society and like lucrative, but also insanely hard manual labor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made me kind of recalibrate a lot of things because yeah. mm-hmm. it is so far removed from the normal track and especially like of pandemic times that we were in like it felt like a lot of people and myself included were like scrambling especially like college grads were like fuck like i need a job money Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. like what are we gonna do we're in a fucking global pandemic like economy's collapsing (laughs) and then i found this thing this job and then was able to kind of make money from there and then be comfortable be comfortable when i came back to to do follow my passion to do things that i like and then it was weird times actually because it was like the lot the two months i came the first two months i came back i wasn't working Mm -hmm. i was just living off the shit that i saved and then just kind of like I chilled for two weeks, and then after that two weeks, I felt this, like, weird clawing, like, oh, you need mm. to, like, do something. Like, you need to, like, yeah, you don't, you need to produce. You need to, like, right. be a man, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you need to create or, you like, otherwise, yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's my brain. I think that's just humans. Like, I think yeah. you, you don't do well. We don't do well with two things. We don't do well with, which is funny because it's, like, the fucking hallmark of this time. Social isolation and boredom like we don't do well with those things no. and that's what yeah. i was finding myself and that is dangerous territory for your brain depression mm-hmm. anxiety wise like yeah. just everything wise it's not good so i feel like so lucky because um i have a setup where i am able to to do these things where right. i'm like also i do realize how lucky I am that I enjoyed what I studied and like mm-hmm. I actually find it yeah 
fulfilling and yeah. like mm-hmm. found you can find you know health science related jobs really even if it's a personal trainer like i know i would derive yeah. satisfaction out of right being yeah a personal trainer mm-hmm. but hopefully i it's kind of a funny trend i feel like because like but like because there's so many like gurus and like self-help people that are like you just need to go out you need to grind you need to rise and grind and yep. you gotta like once you get down once you fall mm-hmm. down you gotta rise and grind again and yep. it's like i think i kind of like got bought into that mentality which is like but that doesn't mean anything I you know because mm-hmm. then you're just and then you're just like i go to run it just ki- gives you this like false like uh, like how you feel like you're running in a on a wheel like a hamster yeah. on a wheel in your head and you're not really going anywhere but you feel like you need to be but um i thought yeah i think now my my aspirations have shifted to like i want to be my own person like i yeah. would like to be a self-sufficient mm-hmm. trainer or kinesiologist or right. something while i'm also producing content for mm-hmm. people whether it's a podcast or like exercise videos or yeah whatever it is like be my own person right. and i know that's po- that is possible it's just you know it's mm-hmm. yeah i it's uh it's interesting but i guess that's kind of where i lie it's like ideally i'd like to combine everything into like right. a package of some kind yeah don't know what that would look like but yeah no. yeah but like that also comes with the experiences that you do have you know you never know who you could run into that you know you meet somebody that's a personal trainer that also has a podcast and then you hop on with them Mm -hmm. and you know you can exchange you know your information or like you know your experiences together so yeah i think it definitely it's hard to see that like you can eventually merge the things you like to do and right the things that pay the bills and you know allow you to make money um you know because like i hear from my parents all the time like oh you know just like you're never gonna have like a straight line path to what you're gonna end up doing like it's always you know zigzagging yeah exactly and like it's easy to hear that and like you know as a younger person you know Mm -hmm. in your mid-20s it's just like all right, yeah, shut up, old head. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. But, like, obviously they do. And then, like, you know, as you start to take more and more steps, you're like, okay, like, you you see something that you maybe didn't see before or, like, a new opportunity. Because, like, I mean, I didn't even know my type of job existed when I was in school anyway. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's, like, an example already. So, yeah, yeah, man, that balance is is weird. And it's never never clear, especially for people Mm -hmm. who, like, don't necessarily know what they want to do yeah yeah i think i think you highlighted it though like there that is the choice it's either like you know have this kind of like set ish path where you mm-hmm. get into a you know salary good paying job and then you do what you like to do on the side yep and then hopefully one day you know you retire or you like stop working as much or you change positions and then you focus your attention on that or you somehow you know go out on this weird like limb branch that's like a lot more probably risky and a lot yeah. more scary and sort of combine things that you don't know mm-hmm. will work but could yeah that's tough that is a you know that's like a it's hard to like go through a door like that where right. you just have no you've no idea what you're doing so yeah. like obviously that's i understand why it's scary i mean to be honest like 
I would love to quit my job and just make music full time and right. be able to make money off that. But like, is that realistic at this yeah. point? No, right. like right. I can't, but I mean, and then maybe it's someday. What's you know? like really like the cruel joke of it though, is like all the people that you listen to, that is what they did. They took right. a chance and they're yep. like, I'm just going to be poor as fuck for like five right. years or even right. longer. And then, yeah, you know, um, something pops. What's scary though is like, there's probably a lot of people that they do that and then nothing happens. doesn't work. Yeah. That's yeah. scary. That's the scary part. Right. And yeah, especially like, I mean, being a kid in, you know, the place we grew up, you know, it's always encouraged, you know, you can do whatever you want mm. you can just put your mind to it and do it. And like when you're a kid, you don't realize like what that really means. You know, mm-hmm. like if you, I mean, I think that still is true. Like, I still Mm -hmm. believe that, like, you can get there eventually. But, like, there's a lot of things that aren't necessarily as clear when you're that young. Mm -hmm. You know, like, okay, if you want to be a musician and, you know, you don't necessarily have, like, all the instrumental talents, like, you're going to have to grind really hard to be able to, like, get to a level where you can, like, at least sustain yourself. Yeah. So it's, like, it is possible. It's just that, like it's not always as clear cut as yeah. it's made out to be. Yeah. The but, level of sacrifice to get there. Yeah. Is, yeah. A lot bigger I than I think we want. But yeah. I know, um, do you feel young or do you feel old? <laughs> I, I feel young. Um, yeah. And now, especially just because being back here, um, just being with my parents and my sister, like they're much older than me. So mm. like, I feel younger in that aspect. But I do feel like since I've been here for the past like six months or so, I think my like mentality and like um, just kind of the way I process like my own thoughts has definitely aged for mm. sure. Like the way I think about things and like the way I, you know, try to work on my feelings and like try mm. to process my own thoughts. Like I think that's definitely in an older place than like my physical age if mm. that makes sense mm. but interesting but yeah i mean i hope i don't feel too old i'm only 24 you know <laughs> <laughs> i know but it's scary because now i'm at the place where i don't get tiktok and that kind of scares me mm. <laughs> so i'm like this is Oof. just the beginning like what the fuck yeah, else is gonna come down the pipe that i'm gonna be like what are you doing? And you're like, you're I fucking know. recording a hologram of yourself and then projecting <laughs> it onto a fucking <laughs> naked sculpture. Yeah, dude. I mean, I have TikTok right now and it is. Do you like, understand it? I'd, I'd love to know like a sociologist, like, like <sighs> explain to me TikTok. Like, where did it come from? Why did it blow up? Like, yeah. I mean, the algorithm on that thing is Insane. that's what i've heard that's why i'm yeah. scared to go on it like it just because it just vortexes you in Dude, my mom it, my mom is on there and she's like no i way. spend about three hours on there <laughs> i get a little like notification on the app that says yeah. you've been on here for too long like yeah that's dangerous it's um like don't get me wrong like every once in a while you get a video that is just unbelievably funny yeah like, yeah every once in a while those come through and that's like kind of what keeps the, the fire burning inside right, me right. you know yeah 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 <laughs> but uh um, like a little crack fiend like, yeah just waiting like, for that dopamine hit yeah dude i've watched like two call of duty videos like in a row like 
like by choice like i uh-huh. clicked to somebody's profile and yeah. then i literally have call of duty videos like <laughs> that's all over you got and over and over yeah. and it's like okay like it's cool to watch <laughs> but it's like dude this is just unbelievable yeah. so it's like you do kind of get stuck in this like insane like trap kind yeah, of yeah 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 <laughs> of just like content in your face and like dude it, they make it so easy to like just scroll and like mm-hmm. see someone's profile and like mm. just keep going like yeah. it is it's too easy wow. to do it yeah interesting but yeah it's got some vine vibes yeah uh, yeah not, but a little more addictive <laughs> easy dude yeah we're just gonna be eventually we're just literally gonna be like hooked up to some kind of iv that's like <laughs> you know interacting with our prefrontal cortex that we're just like in the social media world in the matrix mm-hmm. the Neuralink. yeah yeah dude. dude like what where else like inevitably where else are we going i don't know yeah. i mean like the phone is just gonna be yeah like kind of like you said it's just gonna be like eventually that's just gonna be in your head i guess yeah. but like that just makes me think of like some black mirror shit where you can just like record everything you see and like that kind of scares me a little life bit. is black mirror episode yeah like they put some shit that happened on the news like you know tomorrow as a black mirror episode we'd be like oh yeah okay yeah <laughs> i buy it <laughs> like, yeah i would just kind of like see it and not even be surprised really. yeah, yeah that makes yeah, sense exactly i know uh, that is crazy though yeah. weird times we're living in <laughs> it's so, so weird i know it's so weird i get fun to, it's cool to have a podcast because at least it's like someone entertaining to just kind of like yeah rethink about the stuff that has happened to you yeah in a pretty short amount of time like right reality is stranger than fiction again like we uh that's a good I, way to put it i like that <laughs> yeah yeah way stranger way, do you, way stranger. um how do you consume your like the media news? yeah or just like yeah any type, type of media um what do you mainly use i look at honestly reddit is probably like mm-hmm. the main information source yeah um QAnon. How's your, uh, um, <laughs> how's your GameStop doing, by the way? QAnon. <laughs> GameStop, GME. Oh, you didn't yeah. hear? It's going to the moon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if you heard. We're holding. You it. see these We're hands? The line. Yep. You see these? Diamonds. Diamond fucking hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's uh, it'll come back. Don't worry. We're only uh, six hundred yeah. bucks in the hole. So yeah, that's fine. Um, but it's okay. Dogecoin. Yeah. Double my money. Dude, I still can't get in, bro. I'm trying really? to make an account on uh Coinbase or something. Know. Oh god, what's the hell? uh yeah, Voyager. Mm. And like it's literally just like we have too many accounts, you can't make it yet. And I'm like, oh, like, Are you serious? like I'm trying to get in right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh no, like Reddit, QAnon, um what are the other alt right ones? I just listened to Candace Owens. No, uh, like Reddit and like BBC, yeah. uh, BBC, sometimes mm-hmm. The Atlantic. Yeah. The Atlantic, though, is a little bit, it's kind of whiny sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just like too much like Trump is the devil and he should, you know, yeah. rot in hell for eternity, which I'm like, you know, I'm not to- mm-hmm. totally opposed to. But when you just say it a billion times, it's like, right, you just kind of get, get like, an right. original point of view, yeah. please. Like, I'm looking for right. vice. I love that shit. Like, mm-hmm. um, I mean that Podcast. Vice founder. You know about that Vice founder, dude? He was like, "Oh, the, the Proud, Proud Boys, Boys guy, right?" Dude. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. I learned that's about that nuts. like three weeks ago. I was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" Yeah, yeah. No, it's fucking. Yeah. 
I mean, it kind of, yeah. I like Vice always seemed to be this like rodeo, like cowboy, wild west, like yeah, investigative journalist reporting. Like mm-hmm. weird. They had just weird stories. Like I remember they had one where they went to like the Chernobyl zone and we're just like looking yeah. out for like mutated animals. It's like, like who's paying doing? for this? Yeah. yeah what are you <laughs> like, doing? Yeah. What the? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, honestly, like most of my opinions are like distilled from other people, comedians, yeah. smarter people, mm-hmm. um, smarter friends talking about yeah. them. And I know. Me kind of rattling it around in my brain and then shitting right. out an answer. So. Yeah. And like, it's weird how, you know, the people you look up to, and then this is true for everybody. It's just like, you know, the mm. people that you believe in, like they could say whatever they want. And like, if mm. you really like believe in like, you know, stand them, it's just like, it's hard to, you know, see a different opinion, but yeah, you know, that is a strange balance as well. You know, the, yeah. the give and take that we've been talking about this whole time. Do you like make it a point to listen to people that you don't necessarily agree with, or or at least like, if you have a uh, mm-hmm. information stream like a podcast, and then you see they have some kind of you know right wing guest or mm-hmm. whatever I libertarian mean, blah blah blah. Do you like? I don't make s- like a specific effort for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably should because mm-hmm. I mean I think that would you know help everybody in the long term. Mm-hmm. But I am trying to do like a better job of just like if I don't understand someone's opinion, like just try to understand like where they're coming from mm-hmm. and like, you know, not necessarily like trying to counter and make them believe what I think, but more so just like understand, you know, understand why they think that way or like, you mm. know, what's their reasoning behind it rather than just coming into a discussion and saying like, you're wrong. Right. I'm and like, right. here's why, here's yeah. my three points that'll disprove what you're saying. But yeah. that, Cause that doesn't go anywhere. You know, if you just like, Luke Goldstein destroys <laughs> feminist. Yeah. <laughs> like that kind of shit. Right. It's just yeah. like, that's not furthering anything. And yeah, I mean, I think that's really the only way to go about it because like, mm-hmm. I feel like having a conversation between people, like we feed off each other, right? Like if I came into a discussion, just already pissed, like, right. That's already not going to go anywhere. Like it's already over before it started. You're just going to yeah. divide that relationship even further. So, mm. I think you gotta, like, we as, you know, people who, you know, see things or, like, you know, especially, like, want to do the right thing in terms of just whatever the case may be. We gotta, like, learn to listen, try to see, you know, where other people are coming from before we Mm -hmm. act like we, you know, have to change their opinion. Because that's probably not gonna happen, to be honest. Yeah. You know? Pretty difficult to change people's opinion. Yeah. Especially on, like, a... Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's good. I think it's a a powerful habit. And it's something that, like, yeah, like you say, you don't need to necessarily, like, under, like, I don't know. You don't need to lower or, like, change your convictions. It's mm-hmm. just, like you say, like, changing your reference frame. What yeah. would I, how did this person grow up? How would I be if I had grown up like them? Would I think right. the same way? Most likely, yes, right? Like, yeah. I'd mm-hmm. seen what they'd seen and done what they'd done. Right. Because you really uh, never know what people have gone through. No. Never. In their life. I mean, yeah. you might, like, I know you pretty well, but, like, mm-hmm. obviously, like, there's some stuff that you've experienced in your life that, like, you keep to yourself. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's just, like, the nature of everyone. So, like, totally. you really never know how, like, certain situations affect different people and that 100% shapes their opinion, too. So. Yeah, man. And, like, that's the fucking, 
biggest problem, right? Is because everybody is assuming they understand yep. how everybody else is thinking. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, my girlfriend did this because she was pissed at me because I said this, this, and this. Yeah. It's meanwhile, it's like, uh, you know, where uh, that meme where it's like, uh, the couple is in bed and she's like, I think I bet he's thinking about other girls, and he's yeah. like, what would like. Mm, I think like a pastrami sandwich sound really good. Like, you know, like it's just right. like you can yeah, never yeah. know people's internal monologue. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is our biggest fucking problem is like yeah. you. Yeah, it's 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 impossible to know people's true motivation because a lot of times you don't even know your true motivation. Yeah. You mm -hmm. just do shit because you feel like doing shit. Like the impulse is there and you're like, yeah. And then you create what's fucking weird though is you do the thing and then you create a story to explain why you did the thing. Yep. It's not like you don't you had this deductive reasoning planned out and then you did something. Rarely is it like, you know, I mean obviously we have planned out actions all the time, mm -hmm. but like it's a lot more likely that you just felt like doing something and then you're like, "Hey, why did you do that?" They're like, "Oh, because uh I wanted to go out and see the sunshine Wh whatever right. you create the answer after it's happened. yeah totally yeah i know it's it's so it's i mean it's incredibly complex especially with dealing with like you know situations that haven't been ideal especially mm. like you know kids growing up in you know single parent households or mm. like having a bad situation at home you know you don't really know how that will develop in somebody until they get older too. So totally. it's like, there's a lot of factors at play, like obviously more than we can even discuss, but it's like, you know, we could think you and I are very similar in terms of like how we grew up and stuff, but like, mm. you know, you could have experienced something completely different that, you know, changes your opinion and makes it very different than mine, even though we grew up, you know, mm. two miles apart or whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So Okay, here's another question on the same yeah. vein. Give me like a like a formative experience in your life where <laughs> you can think back and you're like, this is why I'm like this, or this was a turning point, or this is part of the reason I am the way I am. Yeah. Um... You can go as heavy or as light as you'd like. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to um, internalize that. So I think for me, um, being back here in Danville, like, to give you some background, like, my, I told you already before, but, like, my parents are very, like, vulnerable to the virus. Like, their risk profile is very high, so I've had to be super careful. I haven't really been able to go anywhere. And during that time, I've had a lot of time to, like, reassess my own behavior for like mm. what it is and like why I feel certain ways. And, um, you know, I think I've really come to a place where I felt like I've been battling with like depression and anxiety for like a good portion of my life, like especially mm. growing up that I didn't even really realize until I got older and kind of mm. got to this point where I could like reflect on that. And in that time, like during this time I've, gotten a therapist and just been able to like have a place to put some of the thoughts that I don't even really know how to explain mm. has totally like reshaped how I like think about you know life decisions and how I like you know carry myself nowadays so like 
I'm super grateful for this experience just in the fact that like I was able to kind of understand myself more and like realize that like, you know, it's okay not to be feeling great all the time. You don't always have to like put a smile on your face or whatever, Mm. but, um, but yeah, I think it was good for me to kind of like understand some of the feelings that I had, like when I was a kid and like, you know, Mm. why I felt like some days I, you know, didn't feel great or I just like wasn't happy or whatever, Mm. you know, even though I have a lot to be happy for, it's like, you can't really control the way you feel. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been a big breakthrough for me just in terms of like having a space to like put feelings that I don't really know how to like talk about, Mm. you know? So I think, do you think that would have happened without the pandemic? I don't know. I mean, I think it would have delayed Mm. that experience for sure. I mean, the pandemic like definitely accelerated, you know, those feelings for Mm. sure. Um, and I was, you know, given a space to deal with it too, like in, not in like a direct way, but like, it was just a product of the situation. So I think I definitely know who I am a lot more now than I did six months ago, for sure. Just because like, I'm, I was, I had time to reflect on like my behaviors and my actions and, you know, why I think the certain way I do. And like, Mm. also just like taking those steps to realize that like, you know, the more you understand yourself, the better person you're going to be able to be, like, especially to others and, you know, right. with your friends and family. So, yeah, I think that's been a huge breakthrough for me just in terms of, like, recognizing that I wasn't always, like, in the best place and that's fine, you know, there's mm. nothing wrong with that. And it's good to have a, a place to express those feelings to someone as well. Nice. Totally. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What about you? formative formative life experience yeah or just like you know a realization of like maybe just um maybe when you like recognize like maybe like a preference or something or like Mm. like why you make a decision versus not make a decision or something like that Mm. i think i think like uh my Personal evolution is definitely, I don't know, like, if you, like, graphed it, if mm-hmm. it would be, like, exponential or if right. it would, like, kind of, like, you know, <laughs> flatten out at some point. Right, yeah. Definitely not linear, though. No, it's definitely not linear. Oh, yeah, or it's just, like, fucking chaotic, yeah. zigzaggy. Place. Yeah. Um, I feel a lot more comfortable Um, who I am. Like, I don't know. My upbringing in danville Mm -hmm. i obviously had a fantastic childhood and like meeting you guys my you know close high school friends was like the best thing to have happened to me probably because it just set me out on like a such a good yeah good good foundation yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but it was also weird for me in high school like i always did not among us our friends but among my classmates acquaintances i always did feel like still felt like uh, the new kid or not the new kid but i just felt like outside it different yeah and i think one of the biggest biggest things to come out of my year off was like deciding because my my whole identity is like based around my accent yeah and like because i I did this like really weird thing where i like basically as soon as i started school 
in Illinois, I like adopted that American accent to fit mm-hmm. in and then just continued to do an American accent at school and an English accent at home. Yep. All throughout all so from second grade to high school I did that. End of high like mm-hmm. literally what nine to eighteen, which I think back a lot and I'm like, wow, like I actually That's a long time. Yeah. split up my personality for nine years. Right. Um just that's fit in. strange it's so yeah. strange that's the power of yeah like social conformity especially when you're a mm-hmm. kid and yeah the biggest thing come out of my year off was i realized that i couldn't do that anymore mm-hmm. like i like i needed to pick one basically yeah and like the mm-hmm. fact that my english kind of persona is who i am yeah. at my you know with my family and mm-hmm. at my core and like when I was comfortable enough with you guys to like invite you over and then you would hear my accent and it would be like, you'd be like, wait, yeah. what the fuck is yeah, going like, on? Yeah. And then I would, yeah. yeah, then I would just switch back and talk to you guys, which, um, yeah, like I, yeah, I, uh, I think back to that a lot, but it, the, uh, the decision to like mm-hmm. solidify those two, yeah. like to, to conjoin those two. And what, it, what's, what's weird was because like, I didn't feel like I was giving up part of my personality i think like the american accent was just exaggerating some parts and dampening some parts of who i am same as the english one Mm -hmm. but it was just the yeah i i but now i still feel weird when i go back and talk to people that aren't our friends like i still feel especially because i have to do this whole fucking spiel i literally want to like I'm going to pick, I'm going to print out, like, um, I've talked about this before, but, like, little note cards, like, the Joker <laughs> like, has, yeah, yeah, yeah. where he's like, I have a condition, I'm sorry. Like, right, I'm just going right, to be like, yeah. yeah, I did this weird thing where I, like, switched yeah. my accent. Don't worry. Like, it's fine. Here's I'm my note saying. card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, but I, but it's, it's, it's not, like, I will get annoyed at it, right? Like, the 50th time someone will be like, your accent, blah, blah, blah. But I can't get annoyed at it. Like, I did that mm-hmm. to myself. And, like, yeah. if I was this switched i would obviously mm-hmm. be like that's so weird like why did you do that right um, so but i still feel like a, it adds a layer of like social anxiety like say we're going to like a party or something with people that well, there are my friends mm-hmm. um that i'm not as close as i am with you guys obviously but right, right. i'm still i still know them but i know i'm gonna have to like do this whole thing this have this right. interaction and it's like an added level of like Social anxiety, yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're just yeah. like, you know, like if I as soon as I talk to somebody, they're gonna say it right away. It's yeah, like obviously yeah, Exactly. It's, yeah, it's obvious, you know. Yeah, which is also why I think I like Canada so much because I don't have to do like I yeah. do that, but I don't have to do that a lot. And also right. there's people that here that are way more like weirdly mixed than me. Like mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, one of my friends like my fam- favorite example is my friend Jacob, who I met <laughs> first year, who was like he was Korean mm-hmm. nationally and then but went to England uh, school in England so he had like the poshest English yeah. accent ever but then he uh-huh. lived in Italy for most of his life so oh, he could wow. all, so it was just like this weird like that's that's really cool yeah like yeah. you'd meet him but then there's just countless mm-hmm. people like that so I right. I you felt fit in. yeah I felt yeah. like I fit in like an island of misfit yeah. toys type thing right and yeah, not, to, not to say that I like dread coming back and no, dread yeah, going yeah, yeah. out like mm-hmm. i obviously love that like it just right. uh, it's just that like extra layer of like when i'm sitting at home i'm like fuck do i want to go out like right yeah and that's like i mean that's a legit concern yeah you know? it's just like 
I mean, I think you making that decision to say like, you know, this is who I am mm. and this is who I'm going to be. And like, I shouldn't have to explain that to you. Like, yeah. Obviously you, ex- you explain it just because like it was different. At a yeah. Time it'd be weird if a- I did it. If I just yeah. glossed over it, it was like, oh, right. that's Sam has an English accent now. He's like Madonna. Exactly. Like, yeah, just fucking. But I think like that's that's like a that's a big accomplishment in your life. I mean like that's like that was like a legit, you know, decision that you had to say like you know I am who I am and like I shouldn't be like afraid to express myself in the way that I want to like because nobody. I mean I'm sure you thought about this like you don't want to have to be two different people like to your friends and then to your family like yeah it should all that should all be the same you know so. I applaud you for that decision, Sam. That was probably not a. It was probably not an easy one to come to, but I mean, definitely deserves the uh, the recognition for sure. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, like it was it was weird because it was like it just, it was natural. Like as soon mm-hmm. as I like left America, uh, I didn't feel the need to do the American accent. Like I, you know, it was yeah. just like, but it was just because I'd socially I'd conditioned myself to do it, right? And also like you just build it up in your head. Like I said, like any of those interactions I've had with people where I go back home and they're like, Oh, you have the mm-hmm. accent, blah, blah, blah. It's just like a fun anecdote. Like it's not even yeah. like, it's not like a right. judgment. It's not yeah, yeah, yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I build my, it up in my head to be like, right. Th- Cause I mean, it was strange, but it, yeah, I build it up in my head to be a bigger deal than it actually mm-hmm. is. Here's a question for you. When you were in that like period where you, you know, would use, an English accent to like talk to like people at school and then um or American excuse me, American accent at school and then your English accent at home. Yeah. What did you do? Like how did you speak to people that like were neither of those things? Like if you went to like the store or like mm. just anything, like how would you what how would you talk to people? What's interesting is that at the pool uh, where I worked, uh-huh. I did yeah. it, I was English. I was gotcha. a, yeah, which is weird. Um, uh-huh. I don't know why. Again, I guess it was just like different people again not right. associated with the school environment mm-hmm. yeah as far as like strangers go honestly i feel like it like depended like it like yeah. it sometimes it would come out as america what was weird mm-hmm. was now i don't i can't really do it but like because i did it for so long like nine years yeah. after and as because i started as a kid mm-hmm. i think my brain literally like developed like different sections like i think if you put me in an mri and like had me talk in my english accent you'd see one part of my brain light up and then you had i honestly i don't know but like i think that's what happened because it was seamless like i would like go from talking with my mom and then you know we'd be in in a yeah Mm -hmm. in a shop or something and have you know an interaction with a friend and then i would just go into the american like and i just seamlessly switch back and forth without even thinking about it yeah um now i have to like think if i want to do american right. like okay american yeah yeah do you did your um did your siblings do that at all yes that's that's they, also really weird like they all did it really because i did it and yeah. i think about that a lot as well as like my impact uh-huh. on them and like yeah it's yeah my brother i feel like the least um like effect happened there because he was so young when we moved to america mm-hmm. He's, right his voice kind of like been more american for yeah. longer than i can re- like I mean, my voice is pretty Americanized now too, but like, I think him especially. Yeah. 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 So, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, Anna and Ellen definitely did it and they definitely also had the same weird social identity crisis. (laughs) Right. Um, 
yeah, and I've talked to them a little bit about it, but not I'm not as much as I'd like. I should I should definitely mm-hmm. kind of pick them on the pod. I should, yeah, I yeah. should. That'd that's cool though. Idea. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. I'm sure a bunch of that was just you know following your lead. Yeah, you know, of yeah. Of course, like you know, the oldest sibling kind of just sets the tone. I, yeah, that's right. Good, so. What a weird thing to do too. Like, yeah. I mean, but it's it's crazy. I mean, but like I get it though. You know, it's like especially a new environment. You're like, I mean you don't want to be weird and be the one kid who's got the English accent, but at the same time, like I get it is all I'm kind of saying. Yeah. 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 I can actually trace it. I remember what happened. It was like a, a teacher, like a, like a assistant teacher. I was staying Mm -hmm. like after school because I just moved and she was helping me with some kind of reading comprehension thing. Yeah. And I was writing out what I had read and I was just using all these like English, um, like words for things like full stop or uh like trousers or my spelling was weird or like uh-huh. or all this stuff that i'd like yeah. learned and then she like kept correcting me kept correcting me kept correcting me i was just like oh shit like that like logged in my brain i was like oh i am this is like different like i gotta like yeah i gotta adapt here i gotta change and then like right. from that moment on i was like okay chameleon like right wow that's that's an interesting dynamic to think about too because like I mean, as someone who, like, grew up in England for a while, like, you obviously learned, like, a lot about, like, you know, their writing structure and, like, mm-hmm. how they speak and stuff. And then, like, when you come to America, like, do you have to, like, be taught that, like, the American, like, way is the... Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, you know? like, the spelling is, like... Right. Yeah, it's not aeroplane, it's airplane, or it's, like, right. color with an O, not a U. Mm-hmm. All those, like, weird things, yeah. like, you say right. diapers, I say nappies. All those weird things mm-hmm. that, yeah, you literally have to program, reprogram yourself. Man. That is crazy. Yeah. I, I always think about, like, you know, that makes me think about um, people who, like, can speak multiple languages, like, very fluently. Mm-hmm. Like, how, like, what do they resort back to, like, as a baseline? in their mm-hmm. head like what do they think about or ha- what language do they think in in yep like a setting where they're not speaking i mean i'm assuming it's just like their first language but like you know i mean you never really know how that kind of adapts over time so yeah totally no that's also been like an area of, of fascination for me and like most yeah most people i know adopt different who if they're bilingual or trilingual or whatever mm-hmm. they'll adopt like a different persona right in those languages yeah the cadence mm-hmm. and the, the tempo right think about yeah. spanish how fast it is how yeah. kind of musical it is your personality like has to shift and adapt and change to kind of like convey meaning and then yeah when you're forced to you know speak english or and it, it was the same it's the same thing with accents like it actually is the same thing it's just mm-hmm. much more mocked probably with a with you know having different languages yeah um but it's you're still playing a role right like your language is your your coding it's how you're like yeah it's so weird to think about when you like boil it down like all these words that people like created and stuff <laughs> yeah. and we're all just like kind of associating meaning and then there's different languages like oh what's so weird is like yeah it's just like abstract concepts Mm-hmm. that like is really like like we only have a way to like distill it as information through language like language is like what we're using to like structure our thoughts and yeah like, you know convert like the meaning or the intent into like a format that we can 
you know, observe and like right. interact with. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day, again, going back to like the whole uh, chip in the brain, uh, what's it called? Neuralink. <laughs> yep, yep. Like we'll just be sending, we'll just be sending like intents and emotions. Like we won't yeah. be using like actual language anymore. Like we'll just. Jeez. You know? Because that would be way yeah. more effective. Like how often right. does like language confuse things? Right? Oh, yeah. Like, or like even think about like text written down. Like the fact that you don't know context, you don't know tone mm. you don't know all these things like what if you could just send like i love you or whatever yeah like, like a feeling or yeah, something yeah I don't yeah know. yeah exactly oh, i mean that would you know obviously be beneficial of course like just in terms of like efficiency probably yeah. but dude that is crazy to think about <laughs> yeah that. yeah it is it is i bet you it would actually help things though yeah you know break down the barriers that yeah i mean it would make us. like yeah totally like i mean business and like travel would like that would totally like you know see that impact right away but yeah man. but what would be scary is like culture might get eroded <laughs> you know language is like backbones right. of culture so if like do stop... we all become the same right yeah yeah right then you know yeah like, oh, exactly that would be crazy yeah yeah so where are you um where are you gonna travel to when this is all over sam uh, i want to uh, go to south america that was like my original oh, right, plan yeah. i really mm-hmm. i gotta like yeah, I gotta polish up my Spanish. Nice. I really want to. Like, I I want to go back to England at some point mm-hmm. too. It's been like f- yeah. five years as well, four or five years mm-hmm. since I've been back. You still have some family there, right? Yeah, like all of my um, extended family, like grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins. Yeah, everyone's over there. So gotcha. Yeah, I'd love I'd love to go back. I think, hopefully, twenty twenty two. Yeah, I hope so as well. <laughs> 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 Something, man. I know. Fucking something, yeah. Um, oh but so yeah, my plan, current plan is, current trajectory is, uh, work, finish, keep working, go tree planting in May. Yep. Um, May to August tenth or something. Mm-hmm. Come back, stay in Vancouver for like two or three weeks, and then hopefully, come to California. Nice. I think yeah, yeah and by that point maybe. Fam. Yes, see, mm-hmm. hopefully see you boys, see the fam. Hopefully if we, yeah, if we're all vaccinated by then, we can actually, you know, do stuff. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Yeah, depending on that. And then go traveling and then reevaluate life. <laughs> <laughs> Telling me. Yeah. I'm ready yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about you? What's That's your cool trajectory? Are you going to, you just started a new job? Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't started yet. I agreed to it oh, uh, okay. the other day. So cool. I start like in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to take like a week off and just try to like take some time to myself, you know, nice. explore the mental space. Make some beats. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't know what's like next in terms of like where I want to go. I mean, I want to go back to LA, mm. um, which is where Jake and I were. Yeah. Um, but we just don't know, like, timing-wise. Yeah. You know? It's just, like, definitely want to go just to, you know, be able to, like, be on my own and is stuff. Is L.A. Uh, an apocalyptic hellscape? Or is that It's uh, It's lie? not doing too hot. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, it's not looking great from a COVID standpoint. Uh-huh. But, um, I mean, I'd like to believe the vaccinations are starting to help. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, just trying to reassess, you know, when the right time to go is. I mean, I want to go back, but like I also want to be able to go back and do things. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's it's up in the air right now. Yeah. But um. But yeah, my parents just got their second vaccination. Oh so wow! That will be clutch for you know a little bit of a lifestyle change, just to be able to like have a little bit more freedom to nice you know go and do things, but um. But yeah, I don't know. Have you thought about getting vaccinated yet? Are you in line or anything? I mean, uh, I was saying that to a friend the other day, like if it means I can travel, like you can yeah. turn me purple and like spank me while you inject <laughs> whatever you literally like. Yeah, I'll probably get it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a, obviously I think it's okay. I'm not one of these people that's like, ah, all these people that have so much skepticism around vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is valid to have some healthy right. criticisms around the yeah, falsest yeah, yeah. vaccine we've ever produced of course yeah definitely but having said that i don't think there's any other way out of this is yeah. you know otherwise or i'll you know you either get corona or you get the vaccine like that's yeah. kind of the options so i don't really want to get corona <laughs> no i definitely um, don't yeah <laughs> very good off that yeah sure. <laughs> so yeah um yeah, I get the vaccine. I think I'm at literally at like mm-hmm. the end of the queue. Yeah. So me too. Yeah. But I like um applied to like get it because like I can like get considered as like a caretaker for like my parents since mm-hmm. like we live in the same house, so it's like important for me to like obviously, you know, be protected of them. But right. like I obviously like don't want to like take it from somebody who like needs it more mm-hmm. than I do, you know. Right. But um yeah, man, we gotta get that rolling out. We gotta, yeah, it's gotta, gotta change some. You know, it's gotta, we gotta get a little closer to normal life. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm but, about done with this shit. I think everyone else yeah, is. I know, but I mean, at the on the on the other side, you got a good a lot of good pods out of it. That's you know? true. That is yeah. true. No, it's uh, yeah, it's a reevaluation of everything and right. Yeah, I think uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, like we were saying, I wouldn't have come to some realizations that I have without it. Yeah. Um, I maybe would have had other realizations in place of those, but yeah, you know, this is uh, this is the yeah the new world, baby. This is where we live. We got to. Were you um? Did you do any like pods virtually before this, or were you kind of all just doing them in person with like your your friends up there? Um, I've no, I, I don't think I did before the pandemic. I don't think I have yeah, ever okay. done a virtual one. Um, yeah. I don't think so. Gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. But they work pretty well. And yeah, yeah, man, thanks again for of fucking course, hopping man. on. This was awesome. I appreciate you uh, having me on here. This was a great discussion. Yeah, no, it. it really was. Yeah, it really was. Um, I try to end the things the same way each time. Do you guys mm-hmm. do you want to leave the people with a? A word, a phrase, a statement, a sentiment, whatever it is. Sure. Um, get out of here. Yeah, I think it's all important nowadays, especially that we uh, take a step back and try to, you know, think about, you know, why we are the way we are and try to understand ourselves much more to be able to become better people and, you know, have a more inclusive environment and a better world to live in. So... I'll leave him with that. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, I, pr- I appreciate you, Sam. I appreciate you to, too, brother. Great to catch up with you, man. Yeah. No. Awesome. See these questions I got on my mind. 
I'm asking them all the time, time Like traveling through the universe, I'm scrambling These black holes, how does time flow? If I dropped in one, where would I go? Would I come out a hundred years old? Big questions, no answers though What happens when we dream? Is this world all 